back. To the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. Continuing on a Wednesday show. Glad that you're with us. If you missed any of the early part of the program, make sure that you uh, check out the podcast. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. And with the new logo as well. I hope Christian noticed that. I had the new logo. By the way, Christian, I want to say real quickly that uh, uh, I have been getting slammed for not lowering Lord of the Rings, and you are in the clear. So I am the one in the fault oh. here. So Well, that makes me feel a little better, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm it's someone the greatest the greatest work of literature uh, I have ever read, short of the Bible. Lord of the Rings. Uh, let's bring in Jesse Newell to the conversation. Jesse, good morning. Are you a big Lord of the Rings fan? I am not. Um, yes, but I'm not a very big you. book fan to begin with, so I'm probably the wrong guy to ask. I see Jesse and I are kindred souls, and that's why we get along just fine on this program for about 10 minutes, you know, every couple of weeks. But, uh, Jesse, great to have you on the show, my friend. Uh, how's life treating you out there in eastern Kansas? Oh, it's going all right, going all right. Um, yeah, cannot complain about one month worth of trips going to Germany and Vegas. So uh, sign me up for that anytime you want. How was the schnitzel over there in uh, in Germany? It was all right. I actually did go uh, downtown Frankfurt and to a little cafe there and, and got some schnitzel, you know. I figure you got to do that when you're over there. So uh, pretty good. And obviously, uh, you know, a good, a good trip for the Chiefs to be able to get that win, especially um, with how the AFC race now is shaping up and, and what they got left. But uh really, really cool to go experience things like that and it was kind of surreal too to walk down frankfurt you know downtown in, in germany and see so many nfl fans so many chiefs fans so many chiefs jerseys. we even went to a burger king that was all decked out and all chief stuff um so it was it was pretty cool to be over there and see kind of the influence the nfl had no very very cool for sure and of course like you said it was a great win for the chiefs when you look back at the last four games Lost the Broncos, beat the Raiders, lost the Eagles, or sorry, lost the Broncos, beat the Dolphins, lost the Eagles, beat the Raiders. What, what, what have you thought of these last four games when you look at the Chiefs as they try to continue their season here in the next few weeks? Yeah, I mean, it's what we see is kind of starting to take shape, right? Um, the, the, the Denver thing, obviously that's one the Chiefs like that back. It sure seemed like kind of a, a flu game in a bad way for Patrick Mahomes where he really didn't seem like himself and was just a tick off in that particular one. And um, we know how turnovers work in, in the NFL or any any level of football. You turn over five times, it's going to be really difficult to win a game. So um, that one seemed kind of like the outlier. But the rest of them, you know, um, the Eagles are a really good football team. Um, I actually picked the Chiefs to lose that one just because, you know, these are the two best teams and it's a really thin margin for error. And, and the Chiefs had a couple things go against them. You know, a bad throw by Patrick Mahomes in the red zone, a, a Travis Kelsey red zone fumble that usually aren't going to go against them. So um, it was a good bounce back this past week after getting down 14 nothing to the Raiders and showing a little bit more offensively. But, you know, you, you zoom out in big picture, I think they're, you know, potentially still the best team in the AFC, one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl, probably a tick off of what they were last year. But um, you, you like their path better because there's no team like last year's Bills where you look at them going, oh, my gosh. This team is kind of neck and neck in the AFC with what the Chiefs are. So I think they have to like their standing. Um, if the offense comes around to what we saw from it last year or the year before, you really like their standing. But uh, obviously the, uh, the storyline of the season has been the defense. And it's emerging and becoming week to week a top 10 unit 
in the NFL. And when you have that and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, it's going to make for a scary playoff matchup no matter uh, what, what team you're going to go, be going up against. Is there any concern from you that the offense has now not found its footing yet and we're this far into the season? Yeah, I mean, obviously, but again, it's it's sort of looking at all the reels that are happening for the Chiefs right now. Like, the reel is that this offense now is, you know, probably between five and eight in the NFL and not one like we expect, but this defense is also probably somewhere between five and eight in the NFL when we normally expect it to be 20, 25, and um, it's just a different way of winning, and you have to throw in there the special teams, too, you know, it'd be um, got to got to talk about Harrison Bucker who hasn't missed a kick all season and Tommy Townsend had a bad week a couple weeks ago against the Eagles but he's been you know rock solid was an All Pro a season ago so this is the most balanced team and it is winning in a different way and you prefer to have the offense be what it was but it's also I'm sure it's comforting if you're a Chiefs fan out there to look at it and go well Andy Reid's still there Patrick Mahomes is still there Travis Kelsey's still there and this isn't something that like they're injured or something you can't see them overcoming. It's, it's just it hasn't quite come together yet as they had hoped, and there were some positive signs against the Raiders last week. I know what the Chiefs will say. They'll say a lot of this is self-inflicted, and the weeks that they've struggled, they've had penalties that have moved them back, and you know they've kind of had to live with football now where they march down the field. They don't give any big plays anymore. Um, part of that has been missing on deep passes, and part of it is just defenses kind of throw coverage back deep on them and make them, force them to go down the field. So we saw against the Raiders, the Chiefs get so many 70-yard-plus touchdown drives. So got back to kind of what they were a year ago. Can they get back to that again at the end of the season? I mean, I don't see why not. So I think that's what's positive with the Chiefs is the defense seems real and the offense seems real from the past five years of what they've done with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. So it seems like some of these things are fixable. If it all comes together, then obviously the Chiefs will be a tough out here in the playoffs. Is there any concern still about, you know, the drops? Because that's been a big, huge storyline this year for the Chiefs' wide receivers. And, and will these guys get it figured out? And will they be able to make the big plays in the big moments of the upcoming games this year? Yeah, I mean, I think it is a concern more for the Chiefs than for other teams because it has been a pattern, especially in their losses. You know, you look at some of the games that were close, came down the stretch, like the Lions and the Eagles particularly, and, and drops really hurt the Chiefs in those games. You, you take away drops in both of those, or at least, maybe just one or two drops in both of those. And uh, the Chiefs probably have two more victories on the season. But I don't know. I mean, that to me is one of those just fluky things. I mean, I even wrote this in my preview story for the Raiders game with the prediction is like there are things that it would really probably concern me more about if you're the Chiefs that are like unfixable problems. Like if Travis Kelsey got hurt, that's that's bad for the Chiefs. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, that's not something you can make up for. Whereas drops, turnovers, I mean, those things are just a little more fluky. I mean, they, they happen in games, and you don't want them, and you want to drill them out. But, like, we didn't see many drops this past week from the Chiefs. We saw one from Rasheed Rice, and, and that's really all I can remember. And when that happens, then all of a sudden, everything kind of looks magically solved with the offense, and things look a lot better than they did the week before. So, um, I mean, it's still a concern. It's, it's probably like a two or a three on the, the – Concerno meter if you're a Chiefs fan, but the other part of this is what are you doing to make up for the drops? And I think that's what we saw from Rasheed Rice is he had a drop, uh, it helped install the drive for the Chiefs. But what happened after that? Well, still had eight catches for 170 or 100, 107 yards and a touchdown, career uh, highs in both receptions and receiving yards. And uh, that's kind of what the mo is on if you're looking at big picture in the studies of receivers, which is a lot of the best receivers in the game drop the ball. It's just what do you do when you do catch the ball and 
you know, Justin Jefferson's of the world, they drop the ball too. It's just they are so productive when they get it that they kind of make up for it. And so for she Rice can do that and, and continue to, to make up for whatever lapses he has, at, you know, at times every other game or so, uh, then the Chiefs will be as fine with his production and they can obviously move forward with an offense that is potentially going to be better than it has been the past few weeks. Jesse Newell, our guest from the Kansas City Star. Isn't it amazing to, th- to see this team and what they have done um, you know, considering that they were just even a year or so ago, this great high-powered offensive attack that tried to outscore teams, and now they're a team that is playing phenomenal defense, one of the best defenses in the NFL, and and really do have a pretty decent running game with Isaiah Pacheco, this crazy battering ram that just uh, runs over anything and everything in his path. I just find it funny how they've kind of changed a little bit. It seems like this year. Yeah, I think the biggest change, Ross. We were sitting in the press box and. You know, you think back to the last couple of years, like I was I was there for the 13-second game against the Bills in the playoffs, where the Chiefs got the ball back with 13 seconds left, and, like, you didn't think they were necessarily going to win, but you, like, weren't counting them out. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's 13 seconds to go, whatever it was, 40 yards to get into field goal range, and sure enough, the Chiefs do it, go on to win that game. When the Chiefs got the ball back down against the Eagles and kind of looked around the press box, and it's sort of like, and they're not going to drive this. They're not going to make this play. They're not going to do this. You know what I mean? Like, that's the difference to me, is that there was a sort of invincibility factor with Patrick Mahomes in the offense where the last couple of years, especially two years ago, but, but even last year as well, where it's like if another team is going down the field to score a go-ahead touchdown, if you're a Chiefs fan, you're looking at the clock going, oh, okay, well, there's enough time. Just, just let them score. You know what I mean? Patrick Mahomes can do this. The offense can do this. The Andrew can do this. Whereas against the Eagles, it was like, ooh, the defense better stop them here. I'm not sure the offense has it in them this year. So that is different, and that does feel different and gives you a different sense. And it's, it's a little bit um, jarring in the Patrick Mahomes era because there just has been this sort of feeling that he will always get it done in the end. The Chiefs' offense will always get it done in the end. But, you know, there are other ways to win football games. And like I said, this is definitely the most balanced team that Patrick Mahomes has had during his tenure with the Chiefs. And we saw last week as well. I mean, the, the defense gave up 14 points. You can two of the first three possessions, and then from there, I think the Raiders are like 70 yards of offense the rest of the way. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing to have to, to feel like in any given game that your offense can win you the game, the defense can win you the game, or the special teams can win the game, but it is a different feeling from the thought that if you are close, Patrick Mahomes and the offense is going to save you. Not quite there yet with this year's offense, but like I said, if they take steps over the next few weeks, and add that to the defensive play they're getting, all of a sudden you're looking at a really dangerous team um, coming together, potentially, uh, for the right time of the season. Jesse Newell, our guest, one more for you here. Six games left in the schedule, and if you would have looked at this schedule at the beginning of the season, down these last six games, you would have seen, geez, there's some really tough games coming up. Bills, Bengals, Chargers, but I'm telling you, Bengals are beat up. Bills have not been the same. The Chargers just cannot find a way to win a game despite all that talent. Uh, and everybody else is kind of middle of the pack or lower. I mean, you have to like the schedule that lays ahead for KC. Yeah, especially when you're comparing it to like the Ravens and other teams at the top uh, that they're trying to compete against for that AFC one seed. And that's kind of what I'm referencing here, which is it's, it's kind of a, a weird point of view to have, but like the Chiefs were better as a team last year, but they had better competition in the AFC. The Chiefs might be a step, a half step back this year, but like, I've had the Ravens. I mean, the contenders you thought coming into the year, the Jets, the Bengals, the Bills, all those teams are off and we're not going to make the playoffs. So I agree with you, Ross. Like that Bengals game at the start of the year, we thought that was going to be a huge one. And now without Burrow in there, doesn't seem like as much so. The Bills can't get out of their own, out of their own way, but that'll be a tough one at Arrowhead. I think that might be the toughest game the Chiefs have left, to be honest with you, because I still think the Bills are a really good team. And then 
the Chargers, um, the problem for the Chargers is you play that game in L.A. and there's so many Chiefs fans there, it doesn't really feel like a true home game. But, again, still capable of beating the Chiefs. But I agree with you in general that you look at the rest of the schedule for the Chiefs, you have to like what they have ahead compared to other AFC teams. And, again, if they can get the one seed, get what they normally do, get that by and get the home field advantage, you have to like what they potentially can do in the playoffs. And um, having the AFC Invitational Arrowhead again seems like a, a likely thing if they can finish this thing off and get that top seed. Jesse, thank you, of course, as always, my friend, for joining us. Look forward to catching up down the road. All right. Sounds good, Ross. Appreciate it. Great stuff. Jesse Newell, KC Star. Check him out on Twitter at Jesse Newell. Follow him, of course, at the Kansas City Star. He does great work there. And uh, I've always enjoyed having him on, even when he was writing following the Kansas Jayhawks. But great to have him on as he covers the Chiefs. All right, we got to get to a break. Come back. The College Football Power 5 will wrap up our show here on a Wednesday. You're listening to The Morning Blitz.